Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes' historic win and point streaks came to a sad end up in Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. Find out just what what went wrong for the Hurricanes in that game in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Wednesday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe to the show on YouTube as well. And as I said, the Carolina Hurricanes historic win and point streaks came to an end last night with the win streak stopping at 11 games and the point streak stopping at 17 games. It was a heck of a run for the Hurricanes, something they should definitely be proud of. Uh, but we knew it's got to come to an end at some point, and that was last night. So looking at this game, though, it was not one I'm surprised the Hurricanes lost um, because there's a lot of factors here in this game that I think really played a big factor in that. And, you know, first and foremost, look who you're playing. You're playing New York Rangers. Uh, and I've said many, many times on this, throughout the history of this show, we're in the fourth season of doing it, that when Metro teams play each other, it doesn't matter if it is the top team playing against the bottom team or, you know, however you want to divide it up. They play with a little something extra every time they play each other. And, you know, that's something you always have to take into consideration whenever we're playing a different uh, or another Metro team. So, and then we're also playing in Madison Square Garden. And while, you know, it's the season the Hurricanes have been really good this season, historically, the Rangers have had the Hurricanes number, especially up in MSG. You remember for the longest time, they couldn't even get a win up there. You know, if they're beating the Rangers, they're doing that here in Raleigh, not up in uh, Manhattan. So that's another thing. Uh, taking that into consideration as well, maybe obviously not like a big thing there, but historically they don't do good up there. So it kind of seems fitting it ended up there. And, you know, one thing with this game is uh, it was a whole team loss first and foremost. Uh, but, you know, first off, I want to touch on Pyotr Kochekov. He did make some great saves in this game first uh, First off, and it's not his fault that they lost the game. Definitely some goals he's going to want back for sure. But, you know, I knew this would be a problem uh, whenever he would come back, whether it was it's the Rangers, the Panthers, the predators tomorrow you knew it was going to be an issue because he 
it was two weeks to the day that he had his last start. And I figured that there was going to be a little something there. And you know, he hadn't started again in the last six games. Uh, December 20th was his last start. And again, two weeks to the day uh, from his last start. So I figured there would probably be a little, little bit of rust there. And considering he was the reason you know, Auntie Ronson started going on that run was because Piotr was not 100%. So, again, I am not surprised uh, that he had some goals that he's going to want back and that the Hurricanes lost this game. Again, not his fault at all. This was a team loss. And But, again, it's something we saw with Auntie Ranta as well whenever he had his first couple starts after being out for an extended period of time when uh, Piotr was going on his run. His first couple games back, they were rough. Yeah, the Hurricanes got wins, got the wins, but he didn't look great. He eventually you know, got you know, rolling, and you know, he had back-to-back shutouts, NHL third start of the week, and you know, all that stuff. And that's going to happen with Piotr. Now, I've said that already, that you know, first couple games may be a little little iffy but you know he's going to get back to where he was i'm not worried about that and again the streak had to come to an end at some point and you know a big thing with this is again i keep saying as a team loss they didn't play the full 60 minutes uh you know first second period you know it's kind of back and forth you know brent burns he opened up the scoring uh for the hurricanes and then you know marty natchez you know got his 17th of the year you know Heading into the third period, the Hurricanes had a 3-2 lead with Burns, Natchez, and Chatfield all showing up on the score sheet. And with uh, Natchez and Chatfield, their goals being really good responses from New York power play goals. You know, with uh, Truba and Zabanajad respectively uh, getting those power play goals for New York. So in that regard, those first two periods, the Hurricanes were pretty good aside from you know the penalty kill not being very not being very effective there as it typically has been uh being pretty good but the third period is what where it all fell apart and you know that's where you know the rangers you know end up scoring three goals and you know with one of them being an empty netter but it just it's an issue i've said in the past the hurricanes gotta play the full 60 minutes and that isn't what they did here. And I think that, you know, you're always going to have stuff like this, regardless of the, the time of the season, whatever season it is, and all, all that. You know, this has been something that I've talked about last year, year before, year before that. You know, it's it's always an issue, but it's for quite a while the hurricanes hadn't had that problem and i do hope that it is one where we're not having to have this conversation day after day after day like it was last year because you remember last year i want to say it was around december january if i remember correctly where it just felt like, oh my God, you know, every single game we were talking about, they're not playing the full 60 minutes, they're dropping these games. So I'm really hoping that this was just a one-off thing and not something that we have to worry about. And yeah, very much like 
uh, up in New Jersey with that game against uh, the Devils where the Hurricanes were just taking an uncharacteristic amount of penalties. And, you know, the, the Hurricanes, they took five in this game. And sadly, you know, the Rangers went three for five on the power play. And that is not good. And that is very how in the last game it was uncharacteristic of them taking so many penalties. It was very uncharacteristic of the penalty kill being that bad because it is typically not like that for the Hurricanes. But again, you give a team like New York uh, five power play opportunities with the weapons they have. Mm, You know, I'm I'm not surprised uh, either. Uh, And the Hurricanes unsurprisingly went 0 for 3 on their power play opportunities and that is i sound like a broken record y'all uh i i really sound like a broken record every single game it's oh power play didn't show up you know uh for a while you know i thought that it was starting to make it come up and i hope this is just an extended valley but i'm starting to think this is di- this is just what we're going to expect this year of the power play just being crap, honestly. And, you know, with that, it's something they have. I've said it so many times. Uh, they have to get it under control and get it figured out if they're going to make a run in the playoffs because a game like this in the playoffs you allow three power play goals in the playoffs and you go over three on yours. You're not winning a Stanley cup like that. You know, they got lucky last playoff of never winning a road game. And they've seriously got to get the power play figured out. And because that's something there that, Oh, look it yet again. If the power play showed up, it would have made a difference. You know, it's, you know, you take that empty net goal out. All right. You just go one for three on your power play. Okay. It's tied four four. All right. You're, you're going into overtime then. And, you know, it's, yeah, maybe you don't win the game, you know, cause go check off a little bit rusty. Yeah. Okay. You lose in overtime, but you still get a point out of it. Yeah, your win streak comes to an end, but your point streak it's then at 18 games. And yeah, you know, obviously those streaks aren't you know something that matters. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, they're just you know fun to talk about. But the power play has got to show up because there's been many games where you can point to like even if you scored one power play goal, like this one, all right, you're going into overtime. If you score, you know, you had three opportunities, all right, you score on two, you're winning. Obviously, I don't ever expect the Hurricanes to go uh, three for three on the power play. Uh, but you know, again, you do that. All right, you're winning. But again, just one power play goal would have made a world of difference here in this game. But at the end of the day, the game is over and done with. The Hurricanes lost five to three. But, you know, it's it's a frustrating one, but it's one like, let's just put it behind us, and move on to the next game. We did get to hear from Rod Brennamore after the game, and we will hear what Rod had to say right after this quick break, folks. 
Now, folks, the Carolina Hurricanes are playing the Nashville Predators tomorrow. So if you're wanting to place a bet on that game, bet online is the place to do it. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to the college bowl season and basketball. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you're a wrestling fan, Royal Rumble's at the end of the year. If you think Cody Rhodes is going to come back and win it, then place your bet on that. And of course, if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, again, we did get to hear from Rod Burnamore after the game last night. But, you know, one thing you know, I do want to touch on is, you know, the some of the some more things that came out, you know, from this game. And, you know, like I said, I expected, you know, the game to be a bit rough for Piotr. But, you know, this was only his second regulation loss of his career. So, you know, I do expect him, you know, with his work work ethic and, you know, just how good he has been, I expect him to bounce back pretty soon uh, and pretty easily. I, I don't expect this to be one where, you know, it's, you know, something that's just constant, you know, constant thing of just him struggling. I, I don't expect that at all. I expect, again, a little bit of rust, knock it off, and then, you know, I, I would honestly assume he gets to start tomorrow against Nashville. I assume, you know, he's just back to normal. You know, I, I don't expect this to be a thing or for him of uh, being a long-term issue. But again, only the second regulation loss of his career. So, again, that's just a test to how good he has been for the Hurricanes. And, you know, with uh, Marty Natchez getting his goal uh, there in the first period, uh, no, ooh, excuse me, second period, but Marty Natchez's goal, regardless of when it was, if it was the first or second period, that was his 17th of the season. And that is a new career high for him. And that is what the hurricanes were wanting coming into this season. They're wanting him to really bounce back from last year. And that is what he has done in spades this year. He is really you know, making a case, you know, for your know, all-star game for him to be in that conversation for the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, whether or not he is, I, I don't know. Um, you know, that's just something we'll have to wait and see come that time. <laughs> but, you know, that's really good for him. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be one where it's like, you know, all right. You know, he, he really has, like, bounced back, and this is, sustainable uh it wasn't just all right he's going on a little bit of run you know to start the season uh out um i think you know he is really he this isn't like a little short window for him it, this is a bounce back year and you know we're at the beginning of january we're not even at the all-star break he's already hit a career high in goals so you know He's at 17 now, you know, can he hit 30? He's obviously going to hit 20. You know, I do think, you know, because of how much time, you know, we have left uh, in the season for him, I do think 30 goals, you know, could be a real possibility for Marty Natchez. And 
that would be fantastic to have another 30 goal score on the team. That'd be fantastic. You know, you got Sebastian, you got Andre Sveshkov, you know, those guys are going to hit it. And, you know, you see how close those guys are to hitting it, honestly. But, you know, to be able to have, and then Max Patrick, obviously, you know, probably not going to hit 30 goals, you know, this season. Uh, but, you know, to be able to have you know, another guy there that can be in that conversation for 30 goals is really good for the Hurricanes. You know, all three of those guys that I just mentioned, one, two, and three. Andre, he's at 19 right now. Marty Natchez, obviously 17. Sebastian Ajo, 12. And, you know, you know all those guys are going to hit, you know, 30 goals. And obviously, Svech is going to. He's 11 away. You know he's going to. Marty Natchez, I think it's a real possibility. And Sebastian Ajo, I think he's in a bit of a lull right now, it feels like. But, you know, he's going to bounce back. And he's going to really go on a tear. And I think you know, to be able to have that, that, that's really good. And it's something they're going to need come playoff time. But, you know, I said, you know, we're going to hear from Rod Brindamore, you know, after, you know, everything. And, you know, one thing, you know, before uh, we hear from Rod is Stefan Nazan and that he uh, left the game in the first period due to a lower body injury uh, and tried to start skating at the start of the second but was not able to he had to go back to the locker room did not come back as of 12 38 in the afternoon here on wednesday i haven't heard anything i haven't seen anything as far as an update on what it was if she's going to be out for an extended period of time or what the deal is but obviously you know best wishes to him you you know you want him to be able to come back and you know he was going on a run. He was having a really good year. And I really hope, you know, it's something that, you know, if he is out for any sort of time, it's not for a very long time. It's, you know, maybe, you know, a couple games, not, nothing crazy. And uh, I really hope that it's not, you know, anything bad because yeah, also he'd been great on the power play. He was leading the team in power play goals. He had six power play goals. You know, that's something that they're going to be missing. And, you know, I said already, you know, one power play goal would have uh, made a difference last night. It would have tied it up. Again, you, if you take that empty net goal out, would have tied it up. All right, send it to overtime. You also had three power play opportunities. Nazan's been so good on the power play. All right, you know, does he get one? Does he get two? You know, what? what's the deal there? You know, that's obviously you know, just a, a what-if scenario. We'll, we'll never know. Uh, what the difference may have been it could have been the same outcome it could have been a worse outcome or it could have been better again we just never know but again we did get to hear from rod brendamore after last night's loss and this is what rod had to say last night yeah well obviously the first shift they just kind of flow one in you know, a couple of weird goals against us, uh, but we weren't really very good in the third. So, uh, you know, it's tough. 
tough game. I, I liked how we started, but you know, I noticed some just some weird kind of things that went on, and, and we never really got going. The check comes first. He's going to want to go back, obviously. I mean, that's kind of obvious, but he made some nice saves in the game. It's just uh, a couple of those goals are, are, are tough, but uh, you know what? He'll bounce back. Having a lot of power play goal three or four games, it's yeah. kind of a difference there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the same story against the guys that have. Listen, there's a couple of funny power play goals that you wouldn't really consider, you know, too, too, you know, that's not what they were trying to do. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I, don't know, I didn't like calls either. I don't know what, what's a penalty tonight. It was a, it was a tough, tough night that way. But at the end of the day, we had power plays too. And we were no good with it. So uh, they were the better team. Obviously a tough loss, but still a fantastic streak. What was the overall conversation with the group after well, we came off it tonight, and it was going to happen at some point. Um, you know, we had, and you say that we were still going in the third, and we had a chance to win the game. So, not not great on our part. Got to be better if we're going to, you know, obviously win at a consistent pace like we have been. So that game was uh, not indicative probably of the way we played, and yet we were still right there to the end. Yeah. Yeah. So again, yeah, like Rod saying right there at the end, yeah. It's not indicative of the team, and you know I fully expect them to bounce back. You know against Nashville, and you know as the schedule continues to roll on. But yeah, you know, they're practicing today, and again they have Nashville tomorrow, and I fully expect them to sort of have a revenge-ish game uh, because I feel that yeah you know, this is one you know, a lot of them were frustrated about this. You know, the, again, they did not play the way they typically play. And I really think that they're going to bounce back big tomorrow against Nashville. I think it'll be interesting to see what they're carting out there in terms of a lineup. Again, Stefan Nazan, so far, you know, as of time of recording, we haven't had any updates as far as him. You know, are they going to you know, bring Jack Drury back or... What we're going to talk about here in a second, will we get to see Max Pacioretty finally make his Hurricanes debut? And we will talk about that right after this. All right, folks. Now it's time to do a little bit of speculation. Now, back on December 29th, uh, Hurricanes you know, put out an article written by you know show alumni uh, Walt Ruff. Uh, that Max Pacioretty is ahead of schedule, you know, in terms of his recovery and at the time, you know, could have been, you know, seen within the next, could make his debut within the next 10 games uh, from the time of that article coming out, you know, that 10th game would be the game against Minnesota on the 19th. But, you know, we are, you know, in that window of, you know, are we going to see this, you know, at the time of that article, he was skating with Natchez and Sveshnikov. Uh, kind of where you, where you figured he'd honestly slot into the lineup, you know, to be honest. Uh, but I I would love for it to happen. I, I think we're all chomping at the bit uh, to see him make his Hurricanes debut. I think we all are. I think we're all ready for that. But this is not one that I am holding out hope and, you know, expecting him to be in the lineup uh, tomorrow. Now, 
again, evidently it's in the realm of possibility. I think, you know, we, I think it's a little too early in my personal opinion, but again, I'm not him. I'm not Max Pacioretty. I'm not the team doctors. I'm not the coaching staff. I don't know how close he truly is to coming in and making his debut. I keep wanting to say come back, but he hasn't even played yet. Um, but I think that you know, they're putting this out there. And this isn't like a fan article or you know, uh, you know some other news site or anything like that. This is the Hurricanes themselves putting this out. And I do feel like if they're putting this out and they're saying that within the next 10 games, you know, Rod said within the next 10 games, you know, he could potentially come in and make his debut. If they're saying that, I think yeah, he is pretty darn close. Obviously, yeah, he's been skating. He's not in the yellow no contact jerseys. So I think yeah, he's got to be close. It's just like, do we see it? I personally would lean more towards you know, the end of that 10 game window that they put in or that they mentioned that's personally where i would go but you know if he's ready to go if he is a hundred percent ready i mean go for it you know i feel like you know today you know it's uh almost uh it's quarter to one now i feel like if they're going to have to um you know do any sort of recall you know from chicago jury or dezingle or whoever um i kind of feel like they would have probably already done it yeah at this point and so i'm like okay you know or maybe nason is going to be good tomorrow maybe they're going to roll 11 7 uh but you know again they haven't done anything as far as you know any sort of recalls and i think that it's it's within the realm of possibility that we see patch ready. Um, I'm going to say no, but it's a no that I want to be. a Yes. <laughs> I want to see him. I think we all want to see him. And, you know, you have him make his debut in Raleigh. That'd be awesome. The fans are chomping at the bit to see him play. And then you make his debut in Raleigh. That, that'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. And, it is nice to hear that he's ahead of schedule in terms of his return or debut. And I think that that day is going to be here before we know it. I think it's going to be sooner rather than later, but I think tomorrow may be a bit too soon. I think maybe, again, the that Minnesota game is like the last game of that window. I would almost say that we if he is ahead of schedule and like could like it's gonna be in that 10 game window i'd almost say it'd be sometime next week um but again this is not gonna be something that we're we are myself you my neighbor anything like that we're gonna know until it is put out you know because we're not in there we don't know we're not again we're not max patch ready we're not the team doctors you know we're not the coaching staff we're not the front office anything like that we we don't know but i do feel it is going to be big 
whenever he does make his debut for the Hurricanes, and I cannot wait. Again, I want to be wrong. I want him to make his debut tomorrow against the Predators, but I'm not holding my breath on it. Again, I've said countless times against about, you know, so many of our guys that have gotten hurt over the course of doing this show that I would rather have to wait an extra week, you know, for them to be 100% than them than for them to come back a week early and then get hurt again or risk, you know, making whatever injury even worse in Pat Reddy's case, you know, his Achilles tendon. So I just wanted to be hundred percent, but you know, with that article, you know, from a few days ago, we did, you know, get a couple more updates, you know, that we'll touch on briefly before we go And Fred Anderson, you know, he's practicing, you know, but you know, he's not going to come back until he says he's a hundred percent. He's been out for quite a while now. And, you know, I think, you know, one thing that works in his favor is you know the fact that the hurricanes no disrespect to freddie they don't need him back right now on to monta and piotr yeah you know again piotr rough game last night but you know as a whole it's been fantastic on ronta again you know rough couple games you know, after you know, when he started his stretch but got his legs on him fantastic the hurricanes don't need freddie to come back right now he he doesn't have to feel pressured to say that he's a hundred percent when he's not actually a hundred percent. So that's, that is something that works well for him. And yeah, he can take the time that he needs to legitimately be a hundred percent and be ready to go. And I think that's great for him. Andre Kasha, again, he's been skating again since the uh, beginning of December. I want to say it was the eighth. Whenever he starts skating again, he's been in concussion protocol since, uh, like the day after opening night. So he's been in concussion protocol for quite a while, but you know, he's skating and you know, hopefully he like patch ready, you know, will be getting out of that no contact Jersey sooner rather than later. So we can get to see him play again. We got to see one game for him, uh, so far this season, but again, yeah, with his concussion history, uh, again, I want him to take all of the time that he needs to get better and be ready to go. Again, you know, it's not like the Hurricanes were hurting, you know, or the Hurricanes have been hurting, you know, and need him back, you know, very much like Freddie. They they got it going. They're good. You know, needs to come back when he is 100% and, like, fully cleared of concussion protocol. But, you know, there's some updates on those guys. Hopefully, we'll see Patrick Reddy soon. Again, I don't think we'll see him tomorrow, but I, I want to be wrong about that, guys. I really want to be wrong about it. But... We got to get to tomorrow first, so make sure in the meantime you are subscribed to the show on YouTube and following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow when we preview this game against the Nashville Predators and maybe, just maybe, seeing the debut of one Max Pacioretty. Talk to you tomorrow, guys, and let's go Canes.